following program is intended for mature audiences. The time is now for the hardest hitting, yet completely trivial, football show on the planet. You are in rarefied territory. Ladies and gentlemen, well, well to the broken helmet. Let's rock. And coming to you live on tape on this Sunday, October 1st. We are like full into games as we speak. We had the Thursday game, which was the Lions blowout. Chris, did you catch any of the Lions feast on Thursday night? Yeah, I actually started to watch the game. Then I stopped watching the game. I actually drove to work because I needed to take, uh, I needed to file some notes. And as I'm driving, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh my god, they're com- the Packers are coming back. They're scoring touchdowns. And so, like, I got to work and I turned it on, and then it was just like a blowout again. Yeah, it got close for a hot second, but the Lions looked really good. The Packers did not. They came out, uh, you know, rather icy cold. Made it kind of a game for a hot second, and then the Lions just opened it up. But we're into game two of the week as we speak right now, as we have our first London game taking place. The Jaguars taking on the Falcons. We're recording here. It's about 10.30 on game day. So uh, we are dialed into Disney Plus because I don't have ESPN Plus. Do you? I'm not that interested in what ESPN Plus has to offer, so I never partook. Did you or no? Yeah, because it, you get Hulu with it, and my wife watches Hulu, so oh. we, I, I just I just combine. Well, you get Disney Plus, you get Hulu, yeah, and you, you do get the, ESPN. You do the Disney package. You do the, all three. Yeah, of them. The, the bundle, right? Yeah. Because it's there's no, no point in not. I I don't watch ESPN Plus that much. I I do like. Uh, watching, I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I do like watching some of their shows. They have some of their specials. Yeah, do they still do, in regards to the NFL, do they still have Boomer doing his highlights? Because that was one of the big sales pitches when they first came out with the ESPN Plus, was that they were going to move primetime. They, yeah, they do. They have the, they have, but, but it's, it's, it's just not the same. It's, it's not the same. Yeah, no. And, and it's not, it, do they still have it him and Booger McFarlane? Because it used to be him and TJ Jackson, uh, and then they got rid of him. And then I think they moved to Booger. Well, or did no, they... Jackson passed Jackson passed away. Did he really? Yeah. Oh man, you're getting old. It's like you know, it, it's like rappers and uh rappers, wrestlers, and uh broadcasters now. Uh, we're just getting old that it's like, oh, he's he dead. Uh he, really, T.J. Jackson died. Oh, okay. Yeah, rap rappers are rappers are dying, and then thirty years later, their their uh, murderers are getting convicted of the murder. <laughs> yeah, that was other big news today uh, or this weekend. They arrested the uh, Tupac Shakur, I, I, maybe not the gunman, but somebody involved in it. Which, if you've ever followed the Tupac Shakur stories, that's been well known now for probably 15 years because the guy went on record everywhere talking about it. He was like, yeah, you know, I was in the fucking car. I saw the shit, you know, uh, no big deal. And it was like, okay, well, yeah, uh, I, I did not understand that article. Bart sent us, Bart sent me the article and was like, Oh, this guy's, 
I didn't follow it. Uh, you were much more into like that. You, you followed like the the history of of all of that from like minute one. I, I wasn't really into it as much. That was more your era, and uh, I, I started reading this article. I'm like, wait, so he was an accessory to murder, and he he's not in jail. Like, how does that yeah, happen? It, it was really weird. It was really weird because, I mean, everybody kind of pieced it together. And I guess that the reason that they didn't really run, well, the belief is, is that the police didn't enact on this because I get, or at least a Biggie part of it was because there was, Biggie's death involved, I think, some police or as the, you know, as the story goes, that there might have been police involvement of some sort. Uh, the Tupac thing, uh, you know, this guy went on record talking about it, but whatever it might be. Uh, so, yeah, 30 years later, you know, here we are with uh, talking about Tom, Tom Jackson, not TJ Jackson, Tom Jackson. And you're wrong. He is alive. Uh, he is 72 years old, but he is not on ESPN primetime. Uh, it was Booger McFarlane unless they just have uh, Chris Berman doing it now. I have no clue. Um, but that's what we were talking about. So I bring up Booger because Booger is doing the Disney Plus game. So you do the Disney bundle. You have all three. I don't because I have my Hulu hitched to my Spotify uh, premium account, which is the way that they used to do it uh, before they did this bundle. So that I, I get that. So I don't get all the other ones. But I am watching Disney Plus where they're simulcasting the game via video games through the Toy Story property, because, you know, fucking Disney's everything about properties, right? we got to fucking whore all our shit. So they're doing this for the kids, and they've got Booger on there. And let me tell you, congratulations and kudos to whoever came up with that idea. Because that blithering idiot is fucking perfect for the, for the Disney Plus program. He's perfect for the kids. That's exactly his vocabulary, his presentation skills, his analysis... Perfect for a Toy Story simulcast of this game. So congratulations to Disney for finally figuring out what to do with Booger. And that's put him on Toy Story simulcast of uh, Atlanta versus Jacksonville, which is a blowout. I don't, I, I don't even know how he got a job there. It's crazy, right? Well, I remember they brought him on to... Uh, I don't even know what's the what was the what's the ESPN countdown show. Um, it's not primetime. Primetime was the top one. Maybe it was just ESPN countdown or NFL countdown or whatever. But they put him on there at one point. I want to say like 2010 ish. He's probably been uh, with ESPN affiliated with him for like over 10 years now. And I just, I always thought he was gay, uh, terrible. I almost said gay. I was like, what the hell yeah, is that? He's just I, about to say, man, I didn't realize you knew his <laughs> sexuality that well. Oh, shit. Uh, whoopsie. Um, you know. Hey, everybody, there's a shit cloud coming. <laughs> Big mistake there. Uh, I, I didn't mean gay. I meant um, uh, that he was going to have terrible. to edit that out. No, I'm leaving that. Are you kidding me? Uh, you know. Um, but anyway, he, he came on. He was always terrible. And then they stuck but, him on the Monday night. Booger McFarlane was playing football 10 years ago, wasn't he? I don't think so. He played for, I mean, he was with Tampa. Was He was with Tampa Bay with Warren Sapp at one point. They had the two of them inside. And then he moved and he went to Indianapolis for those years. Um and then retired, and then he went into broadcast. I mean, that's... Oh, my God. This fucking guy makes $2 million a year. I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, he's terrible. And remember, they put him in the Monday night games. 
um, with that terrible crew maybe like four or five years ago. And that was just, that was so much fun watching him and, and the rest of that broadcast. On the field. Yeah, and they had him on, on the, the field. Booger McFarlane cart. <laughs> where they had him like on a on a big and he was like this is great this is great until everybody in the audience was like uh we just paid for tickets and we can't see anything <laughs> yeah your, your big mobile uh broadcast center with fucking booger on it is blocking all of our views can you get that the fuck out of here not to mention he was, was drafted he was drafted in the first round in 99 yeah he played with sap and I, I don't, I, I don't see his. Uh, put him ten years. That that puts him to around twenty ten. He didn't even make it that long. Yeah, well, I, and he went to Indianapolis, and then away. Well, I mean, he kind of he he piggybacked off Sap. So you know, any kind of success that he had was probably because he, he was next to ninety nine right there, and then ultimately went to Indianapolis and whatever. And, and ESPN signed him and put him on there. And I I've never understood it because he's been terrible. Um, and uh, I had, uh, for the record, I have no clue about his sexual affiliation, nor do I care. But I don't know why I said that. It's so fucking stupid. Uh, anyway, um, so back we go. So we're into uh, week. Jeez, uh, it, it goes by week four here. And we will uh, attack some of the stats. We're going to have a, a quick show here as I have double uh, soccer games for the kids. And a big congratulations and a belated happy birthday to my brother who turned the ripe age of 27 this past week. And, uh, you know, unfortunately we weren't able to get him on the phone, but hopefully we'll get him on the phone later today. But I hope your birthday was enjoyable. How does it feel to uh, be yeah, in the late 20s? Yeah, dude, it's, it's, I mean, it's better than the early 20s, not so, uh, like, as awesome as, like, the late teens, but as I approach 30, it's, it's really, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting a little worried here. I already have two kids, uh, 27, um, you know, I have, I've had two jobs and, and I've had two houses and, I can't even imagine what the 30s are going to be like. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I, I'm approaching 34 right now. I got about six months until that happens. So let me tell you, you know, yeah. the 30s are better than the 20s. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, we will uh, we'll just jump right in. We'll get into the stats, and then we'll get into our games. Uh, the big games this week, There, we, we had a really dig in for them, but uh, we got a couple to talk about, and uh, we'll make it short and sweet and get to the – Get to our our gambling edition where you know you don't want our picks this year. Uh, you don't want anybody's picks to be honest, and we'll get into it in the stats. But man, uh, I talk about icy cold. We have just been throwing up bombs all the way around. So it hasn't been our year quite yet, but hopefully we can change that this week. So, all right. Well, with that said, let's get into it here with a little recap action. First down. First down. All right, so last week, favorites came out on top. They were 9-5, and five. and like we talk about all the time, and we'll say it once again, when dogs cover, they usually win. Of the five games, Chris, how many did the dogs outright win? Any idea? Four. Five! Close, but five. I'll give it to you. You're one off. So the dogs won all of the games that they actually covered. So uh, as for the home dogs, they were one in three. Over-unders, who do you think won out last week? First week it was unders. Second week was overs. What did week three have? Unders. 
Big unders. Congratulations. Another one for Christopher. Ten and five were the unders. Um, we'll get the teasers. I'll update teasers down the road. But as for us and our picks, this is what we're here, really here for. For the uh, 272, which is where we pick all of the games, I was 5-9, and nine, you were 6-8. and eight. So on the year, we're both way under 500. You're better than me, though, at 19-24. and 24. We're still in line with everybody else because the Sharps, the money, the tickets, they're all under 500. Last week, the pros were 6-8, and eight, the Sharps were 5-8, and eight, the tickets were 8-6. and six. So the tickets, once again, were uh, above 500, and they are one game under 500 at 21-22. and 22. But as for the money and the Sharps, they're both a good... Five games under 500 each, so go figure. As for our super picks, we are both three and two. That leaves you one game above 500 at eight and seven. I'm six and eight. I had a push in there. Our best bets, we both won, so you're two and one with your best bet. I'm one and two. Parlays, you were 0 and two. I was 0 and three. We are a big offer in parlays. They're they're difficult to do. They always say they're a sucker's bet. We're 0 and 15 on the year combined. As for teasers, you were 0-1. I was 1-2. You haven't hit a teaser yet. I've hit two of my three. And then prop bets. I had another two parlay prop bets last week. I missed those. So on the year, I'm 0-3. You didn't have anything in the prop bet area. So, like I said, 2023 so far has proved to be rather difficult. Uh, and But across the board, again, uh, when we quote the money tickets and sharps, we do so in the moment. So all the stats that I will read going forward, the lines are from DraftKings and all of the tickets, Joes and pros and sharps. All of that is from the Action Network, also pulled as of this morning, Sunday morning. So with that said, we will jump into second down here and talk about our big games. Which one do you want to do first here? We took about, talked about three. We've got those down. Which one do you want to go, go to first? Right, we could start with the Cleveland game. That has the biggest news so far. All right. Well, uh, and there we go. Fat Thumb Eggy. Let's try it again. Second down. Second down. All right. So as we said, we are going to head out to the Cleveland Ravens game. This one being played in Cleveland. Two and a half points is the current line in favor of the home Brownies. The Sharps are on the Browns. 52% of the tickets are on the Browns. 57% of the money is on the Ravens. Not looking for big total here, uh, big points here, as the total is 38.5. Rich, geez, kind of pick it up here. You know, early in the morning, granted, uh, but, uh, you know, fumbling with my tongue already right out of the gates. Anyway, so like I said, not expecting a lot of points at 38.5. So here, you know, got the Browns coming off that win, the Ravens coming off that loss last week, which probably should have been a win. Uh, you know, some bullshit that happened at the end of that uh, Ravens game cost them that one. They fall to the Colts. Do they bounce back here going up against Cleveland? Now, Deshaun Watson has a questionable shoulder in this one, but I, from what He's I out. Lost, last heard, oh, so this morning I woke up at like 3, 4 in the morning. They knocked him out. So I he's out. read it wrong. So he's going to be out. So, uh, but then they haven't adjusted that then? Because I literally just pulled that line. I'm, I'm, that's what I'm pulling up now because I wanted to see what the current line is. Did they mark him out recently? Like, let's say in the past hour? Oh, yeah. 
Uh, all right, so I did read it right last night, and now it has changed. So I wonder if they pulled it off the board. Uh, yeah, I don't see it. So they pulled it. Baltimore minus two. Uh, so they moved it. They moved it. All right, so let me go. Well, let me refresh here on DraftKings. Yep, I got the same thing here. DraftKings minus two. So let's flip that one around. Uh, and be, So that must just happen. Breaking news here on uh, breaking news. On the broken helmet, you got uh, Deshaun Watson out. That flips the line around. So now we got Ravens two and a half, and over under is probably going to be something similar. Yeah, it's the same, 38 and a half. So I don't know. I originally was going to go with the Ravens as the dog. I'm not going to move it here because to me, I, look, I didn't, I like the Browns defense. I will say that. Their offense, I've been suspect of. I'm not a big fan of Watson. If he's out of this game, I don't know. I, I mean, the Ravens are banged up, but I think I still like him here in this spot. Uh, yeah, I, I, I very much love the Ravens. I, I'm pretty pissed off that they pulled Watson because with like this banged up Watson that everybody was talking about, I was like, oh, this is this is like a, a lock for the Ravens for me, and. I was getting points, so yeah, you could as a dog. You could use the plus, yeah, and so it it kind of fucks with all my. Um, Do you have them later with your like bats? It fucks them. Yeah, ah. yeah. All right. Well, so it is. You're what gonna it have is. to adjust on the fly, you know, sir. Well, yes, uh, I'm still. I'm gonna take Baltimore. I don't, I don't care. I mean, it's two points. It's you know, it's uh, it's still it's like a field goal. So I I thought they were gonna win anyway. Yeah, so did I. I I, I was on the Ravens on this one again. Like you, I did like them as a dog, getting those points. Uh, you know, Brown's defense is is good, and Miles Garrett is having uh, quite a year. So there could be you know problems just on that end. If the Ra- if the Ravens offense struggles, you know Lamar Jackson has it off, but Lamar's been okay here, you know this year. Got his contract, uh, you know they, they had that loss, which was, you know, unfortunate last week, especially if you bet on them, uh, like at moi, uh, and you also lost J.K. Dobbins early. So, but they've adjusted well. You know they'll get healthy as the year goes on, uh, a little bit more. You know, I, I think I just have too many questions on the Browns, especially without Watson. I had questions with Watson in there, and now without him, I, I don't know what I could do to bring myself to get on the Browns here. Uh, I, I don't foresee this going well for them without their number one running back and their billion-dollar freaking quarterback. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be difficult. So, all right. So, with that one said, that kind of like without the Watson, to be honest, that kind of sucks yeah, all the juice out of that game. Out of that game, for sure. Yeah. You know, well, now you're talking about backup against a banged up Ravens. So, all right. Well, let's bounce to our second game. Let, let's head up to uh, the Buffalo. So, we're both on the Ravens in that one. Um, and I, I don't know what to do with the under. I, you know, 38 and a half is, is a little, little low, but with these guys, I would imagine I'd probably lean in the under anyway. But regardless, uh, it's not a pick one way or the another for me. I don't, do you have any feelings on the on the under there at thirty eight and a half? I probably go over just because I I don't foresee this being a game where the defense is going to matter. Cleveland's defense is going to matter as much, um, and I don't trust Baltimore's defense. So, yeah. I'd probably go over. 
All right. Well, anyway, uh, no pick on the over for us. So let's go to our second game. We'll head up to Buffalo, uh, where this is a one o'clocker as well. This is the Bills, two and a half point favorites against the Dolphins, who threw up the 70 bomb last week. They were ancient. And the over-under here is 53 and a half points. It is the highest point total of the weekend, as you would expect. The Dolphins coming off that win last week, throwing up the 70. And then the Bills, who have also been firing on all cylinders, as they say. And as for where are the stats, the Sharps are in on the Dolphins, so they're going to be taking the Dogs. 78% of the money pool is in on Buffalo, and the tickets are basically split. If you want to go factually, according to when I pulled the numbers, 51% of the tickets are on Buffalo, but that's a split. So the question becomes, can the Dolphins take that 70-burger from last week and do some kind of repeat performance here against an AFC East rival, or is... Buffalo just a better team, and they're going to end up riding off into the 1 o'clock sunset uh, with the W here in Buffalo at home. I took Buffalo. Buffalo is one of my favorite picks of the week, actually. Yeah, I took Buffalo here, too. I, I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I just I'm having trouble really believing the Dolphins. You know, like last week's game was, I, you know, it was a joke. It really was. I, and I, I put no stock in it. Uh, the Chargers game, you know, no defense. Yeah, I don't know what they've proven. This is going to be a great game. And I think I'm probably going to side with Buffalo just for probably experience. Although I don't know if they have the better team. That, that's what makes it head-scratching for me. You don't know if Buffalo has the better team? Yeah, I don't know. Like, the Dolphins' offense is really legit. I definitely think Buffalo has the defense, right? Miami's defense isn't bad. I think Buffalo has the better defense. So then it becomes down to, you know, offenses. And I know that Tua is throwing up stats like you wouldn't believe. And Cheetah is, you know, doing Cheetah-esque things. But I still have a little bit of trouble getting behind Tua and not thinking that he's going to go on the road here against Buffalo and struggle a little bit against a legit defense on the road yeah I, I I don't think that this game is going to be typical to what they're what they're used to up to this point I think you know lots of what I heard last week was true about you know how bad Denver's defense actually was and God, Denver's how terrible it, that team is fucking awful yeah they're really bad but I mean a lot of it had to do you know what um CBS and ESPN and all of them were talking about last week was how it is. It's tough. It's it's definitely tougher to to go into Miami in the middle of a season after being in Denver for so long, and the change of environment and the humidity and having to play in Miami where you you know you are getting beaten down on that with the sun because of the way that the stadium's laid out. Like, th- that all does add into factor. Yeah, it you doesn't know, add into 50 points, though. A 50, 50 point, points. Right. point differential. Come on. Right. Give me a break. Right. So, but what I'm saying, what I'm trying to say is, I don't think that was actually probably a 50-point game. It was probably more like a a, a four-touchdown game. I mean, they had a lot of insane, like, 
80-yard plays, 70-yard plays. Yeah, it was like, all there was ground. A- I mean, A-Chain and, and Mosert, I, I mean, they just uh, chewed up everything on the, on the ground. It was pretty nuts. Yeah. So I don't think that they're that good, right? They're, they're not the greatest show on turf as uh, – Oh, look at that throwback we, comparison. We could relate to – yeah, yeah. But – as many uh, forget about the, the greatest show on turf because that was kind they, of the forebearer of, you know, offense in the NFL. What, we, what see we see today. all of, yeah. Right. 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 So I, I, they're good. They're good. They're really, really good. I mean, look, they were one of the three teams from the AFC that I picked uh, before the season began to go to the Super Bowl with those bets. So I, I believe in them. I definitely think they have the, the component to do it. And when, like we said, it all, it's all based off of, Tua. So, with that said, I, you know, I do, you know, I'm a big Buffalo guy. I, I, I'm a big Josh Allen guy. I've been on him across all fantasy realms for the past like two, yeah, you were three big years. On him so, this year. yeah. So, uh, I, I think that Buffalo is got really screwed out of a weird Monday night game, and I, I, who knows what led the Jets to to play so well. It just might be that they match up really well against the Bills. So uh, without that loss and Buffalo actually outplayed them that whole game, you're looking at a team that's 3-0, and 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 the spread might be a little different. you know. So I'm, I'm going to go with Buffalo. Yeah, I'm with you there. Uh, again, uh, what you said kind of falls in line with my thought process. Is I, I, I question the Dolphins' success – you know, more so than that one loss in the beginning of the season for Buffalo against the Jets, which was fluky as all shit. And uh, I, I'm with you. I'm going to take the Bills here and the home two and a half points. So then the b- big third game that we pulled out, we're going to fly now down to Dallas, where the Cowboys are taking all on, on the Patriots. So we get another AFC East team here. Patriots are going to be six-point dogs on the road. Cowboys looking to bounce back from their loss to the Cardinals last week. The over-under in this one is 43 points. The Sharps are coming in on the Cowboys. 61% of the tickets are coming in on the Cowboys. And then 61, 60% of the money pool is in on the Patriots. So, I don't know. You know, the Patriots have shown me really nothing this year, right? Their win, you know, their win against the Jets last week, like, who cares? The Jets are fucking terrible. Um, and when the Patriots look bad, they, they really do look bad. Now, the Cowboys have that hiccup last week. But does that scare you at all here? Yeah, kind of. Really? Wow. I know six points is a lot of points. But I don't think, I, I looked at it and I was like, ah, Cowboys. It was like almost an insta-pick. I no, I no. They 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 lost to the team that's labeled the Giants. Beat the Cardinals, dude. I know they came back. Uh, I, look, it was kind of like Murphy's Law last week with the Cowboys. I, I mean, it was just anything that could go wrong did go wrong, right? Why would I say Murphy's Law and then just repeat what Murphy's Law is anyway? Um. I don't know if that's going to repeat here the second week. I think for me, I just what what are the Patriots right now? You know, I I mean their running game isn't that great. Mac Jones is, I mean, average. You know, he he's startable in the NFL, but I mean he's not a top tier quarterback. 
Their running game isn't a top-tier rushing attack. And then their defense is, meh, it's okay. Now, the Cowboys, at their best, have a top-tier offense and a top-tier defense. Now, whether or not they show is a different question. So, they lost They lost a first-team All-Pro cornerback. Yeah, well, they lost that last week, though. And so this is going to be, you know, the second week, you know, without him in there. So adjustments have to be made. There, injuries happen all the time. You got to get over it. I get it. You know, and not to mention, Diggs was kind of a feast or fathom. You know, he was as much a risk as an asset. Um, if you want to get down to, I mean, it depends on, you know, how you feel about him. That, that's always the, you know, camp that I was in. But, um, well, that's, that's the same Sauce Gardner, uh, uh, Jalen Ramsey, uh, like anybody who's that good, like they they wind up not having these seasons where this is, this is probably a conversation for another day. But what winds up happening, <laughs> and, right. and you know make, this, make your point you quick. Know, you you know this very very well because you played football. Anybody who's that good, they don't throw them the ball. They don't throw in that direction. Quarterbacks know that they throw away from those players. Well, especially so at this he, level, yeah. Yeah, at this level. So so you're talking about somebody who's not going to get the credit that they probably deserve all the time because whether you believe he's good or he's bad or whatever, you, you never get a, a, a true feel for uh, how good a player can be sometimes at this level because they just – quarterbacks know. They're just going to throw a different direction. Right. I got you. But th- that does impact your thoughts on the game. I, I, I understand six is a lot of points. I, I don't like the six, but I think I'm still going with the Cowboys here. Uh, no, I, I'm going to go with the Pats. You're going with the Pats, so I, I mean, you're you're thinking they're going to keep it close on defense, and that their uh, yeah. the offense is functional, I guess. Yeah, I'm not convinced about the the Cowboys' offense yet. Yeah, well, I mean, you look at it last week, definitely not. It's CeeDee Lamb has been a dis... You know, a lot of people are going through three weeks now. They're doing their biggest fantasy disappointments, you know, and there's a lot of people that go across the board. You know, a lot of people are talking chase. Um, CeeDee Lamb, I mean, you know, he's been... He had that one good game and then tens, right? I, depending on your scoring system, obviously. But, you know, you watch him in the games, and it's just like sometimes he vanishes, you know, and I think that's been my thought about him for the past couple of years. And I, I thought this year it would have been a more overcoming, you know, the, the ills that you saw the past couple of years. It just kind of, he's there and then, you know, he's not there. But it's kind of more the same with him. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm with you. He, he just disappears. I He doesn't know how to take over a game. Not like a Devontae Adams, not like a Justin Jefferson yeah, and it's a sh- – you just brought up Adams, and I, I don't want to bounce uh, topics, but, man, he, he is having a great year for somebody that is stuck in shitville in, in Las Vegas. He'll, he'll, he'll be gone after this year. Uh, he, I, it's such a waste because he doesn't have that many years left, and he's performing so good, and he's got to do it on that terrible Raider team. But uh, we'll get to the Raiders in a little bit. So you're on the Patriots. I'm on the Cowboys. So those are the three games that we'll dive into. We'll get to the rest of the slate here, go down, make our picks, and then get to our wagering segment. Third down. So the first game, we'll start with the ones. Eagles, nine-and-a-half-point favorites over the Commanders. 
43 is the over-under. Uh, big tickets on the Eagles here. So this is a pros-Joes game as the Sharps and money are on the Commanders. 80% of the tickets, though. So the public loves it. But the public's been winning. So I'm going to end up taking the Eagles on this one, too. Nine and a half isn't scaring me away. I think the Commanders are awful. And Howell has just been getting sacked left and right. So I don't know what they're going to do against that defensive front today versus Philadelphia. Yeah, I took Philly, too. You took Philly, too. So we're both in on the Eagles. So let's head out to Carolina, where the Panthers are going to be home dogs. Four and a half is the line in this one as they go up against the Minnesota Vikings. 46 and a half is the over-under. This is a trifecta game. Everybody and their brother on the Vikings. Heaviest is the money pool at 71%. Four and a half was a little much for me and the Vikings, but then ultimately I just couldn't bring myself to figure out how the Panthers do this. Uh, you know, Young coming back from injury, he's going to play in this one. Vikings need a W. I'm going Minnesota. Yeah, Vikings badly need a, a win. I, I, this is one of my favorite picks of the week. Yeah, I, they, they have to do something here. They lose that, like, that's the season. There's a lot of teams that are like, if they lose this week, they're going to need to do a big run to get back in. And I think the Vikings are one of those. So we're both picking the Vikings in that one. Next up is going to be the Bengals coming off the Monday night victory. But uh, Joe Burrow obviously banged up. They're going to head into Tennessee. They're going to be road favorites here by two and a half points. So they just need the field goal to win. 41 and a half is the over under. The Sharps have not come in on either side. The tickets favor the Bengals. The money favors the Titans. You know, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of gassed out on the Titans. The Titans have not shown me anything. I like Vrabel as a coach. I think things are just starting to fall apart a little bit here. Derrick Henry has looked his age uh, where I, he just has not looked nearly as dominant as years past. He had a good year last year, and I thought it was going to translate this year, but uh, it has not. And I'm not really big on the Bengals, but I'm going to take them and the better quarterback in the two and a half points. I'm with you. I, I was hoping all year long up to this point the Titans were going to put up a better fight. And Derrick Henry's just, you know, you're not seeing Derrick Henry highlights. You're not. DeAndre Hopkins ain't doing shit for the team. Uh, he's, oh, he's he's already hurt, which means he'll be hurt the whole year. Yeah, you would think. I, Tannehill just is, is it's just looking old. I feel bad for that man, but it's it's time to blow up that team. Yeah, I think it's gotten to the end of the end of the rope there. I, you know, they had a nice little run, but they'll just, I, you know, they it was built around Henry. Henry's starting to fade. Tannehill's getting old. They drafted multiple quarterbacks. It doesn't look like they think that they have anything quite yet. Um, so they're kind of like pot invested in junk right now. So we're both going to end up going Bengals there in the two and a half points. So next up, we'll head down to Houston, where the Texans get that big win against Jacksonville last week. Jacksonville up 17-7 in this game here against uh, Atlanta overseas. But so Jacksonville is coming back, and they're getting a – looks like they're going to get a W here. Still some game left. But Houston's looking to piggyback off their first win of the season with the second one. They're going to be doing it against the Steelers, who are going to be road favorites – by three points, 41.5 is the over-under here. The Sharps like the Steelers. The Money likes the Texans, uh, 58% of the money pool. And then the tickets are split between the two teams. So what are you doing here? Not the Texans. 
Not the Texans. So you are going to be on the side of the Steelers. As I don't, you'll never find me picking the Texans all year. Uh, yeah, you didn't last year, and that was one of your losses. I actually did pick the Texans last year, so I got that W. But this week, I, I'm I'm not going to. I I kind of like the Steelers team, although. You know, when you watch them, I don't know why I like them, right? Like, I think I like them because of their potential. And then I think that he could get better. And, you know, Tomlin's defense is okay. I, I don't think Pickett's that great, but he, you know, he his ceiling is a little bit high. You know, and, uh, you know, Warren and Harris are functional. I, I, again, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of like an above-average team that I have faith will be above-average each week. Yeah. I hear you. But they'll take a couple of losses here and there. But I'm with you. I'm going to take the Steelers and the three points. Next game is a snoozer. Rams traveling into Indianapolis. Rams are going to be one-point road favorites here uh, against the Colts. 45.5 is the over-under. Big tickets, big money on Los Angeles. 71% of the tickets, 78% of the money pool. And then, obviously, the Sharps are going to come in. Bro, they need to just fucking... Bench this motherfucking guy. Which guy? What are you talking about? Ritter. Desmond Ritter. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, I have it on the, on the Toy Story game, so I don't know why. He, I mean, he threw two picks at the end of the half. One was ran back for an interception, and then the other one um, ended up being, well, I guess he must throw a pick here because you're probably on the live feed on ESPN+. Plus. I and it's not a, it's not he's just he's just horrific. He's uh, just he, because there there must be a ter- big delay because whatever had you react to this third and fourteenth play, um, I'm just seeing right now on this stupid silly toy game. So, but yeah, Ritter's no good. He's terrible, which is why you know when they went what they were th- uh, two and two and zero oh going into last week. Uh, whatever it was, I, you know, I, I just I'm not I'm not believing this stupid Falcons team. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm not getting into Desmond Ritter. You watch him play, and he's terrible. But anyway, back to Rams-Colts. Uh, Rams favored by one. Are you going to take the Colts coming off that win, Anthony Richardson going back under center, or are, are you a fan of the Rams and the way that they've played and been coached through three weeks? Yeah, I'm going to take the Rams. I, I just don't like the Indy that much. Yeah, I, I like the Rams. I'll give the Rams credit. They've been playing better than I gave them credit for. You know, Well-coached so far. Um, I'm I'm going to take Los Angeles here as well. Another snooze game after that is going to be the Saints hosting the Bucks Again, who cares here? I think Derek Carr is going to give it a go. I think they shot him up in his shoulder, and I think he's going to go. Uh, Saints right now, three-and-a-half-point favorites. 40 is the over-under. The tickets and the money both like the Bucks a, a lot on both sides. 78% of the tickets, 85% of the money. The Sharps have not had a lean. Uh, I don't know. I try, I try to talk myself into New Orleans because I really don't like the Bucks, but I couldn't do it, and I ended up taking the Bucks. I took New Orleans. Uh, I, I, I guess I could break this down into very simple terms of that I just don't believe in Baker Mayfield. No, ne- neither do I, which is why I, I, had, I, I don't know. I really wanted to go with New Orleans, but New Orleans just hasn't impressed me yet. You know, they get Kamara, no, they get Kamara back for this game, right? He was a three-game suspension. He comes back this week. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. Kamara sucked last year. What's going to make him any different a year older? Uh, well, it's first game out, right? You know, fresh legs, trying to get in there. I, I don't guess. know. I, 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 picking Baker Mayfield here makes my, you know, 
makes my stomach churn a little bit, but that's what I ended up doing. Um, I don't know. I just, uh, the, the Saints have been less impressive. And so for this one, I'll, I'll take the road. I'll take the road dog and the three and the hook. Sure. Um, I don't believe in Baker Mayfield, no matter what. I, I get the kids playing like really hard. I mean, I, I, I understand like he's, he's probably playing harder now than he's ever played in his career because he really wants a job. Um, and I don't think he deserves to lose his job. I just, and I believe in the talent like around him and being Godwin and Evans, but I, New Orleans defense is pretty good, man. Yeah, oh. uh, man, I'm, I'm like talking myself into the Saints here because that's what I wanted to pick originally. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is going to be hurting in the morning. Uh, all right, don't 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 shift my focus here. I'm trying to decide on whether or not I want to. Sorry. I, I, I went with the Bucks. I, I'm sticking with the Bucks. You're going with the Saints. It'll probably be an L. I, I wanted to go with the Saints originally. And I, I'm just I'm not gonna. I'm not going to change here. All right, so last 1 o'clock game. This is the battle uh, out of the cellar. Broncos versus the Bears. Uh, again, you know, two teams that people had high hopes Bears, for early. Bears, move on. <laughs> I picked the Bears as well. <laughs> so I did. Uh, Over-under is 46.5 points. Uh, Sharps are in on the Bears. Everybody else is on the Broncos, which was surprising. I thought uh, Bears would have had the money at least, but no. Um, so we're both on the Bears, and that's the end of the 1 o'clock games. That brings us to the four, and we'll talk about your Raiders, who are going to be traveling into Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. Chargers, six-and-a-half-point favorites. 80% of the tickets in on the Chargers. 52% of the money pool in on the Chargers. Sharps do not have a lean, and they're looking at 48 points as the total here for L.A. versus Las Vegas. Uh, I took the Chargers in the six-and-a-half because I, you know, Raiders are going to your rookie quarterback here. Because Garoppolo is in the concussion protocol, um, it's probably a net positive for them. But uh, the Chargers are, you know, they, they're kind of turning things around here. Uh, six and a half points. I don't know. They threw up a ton of points week one. I think they could probably do the same thing here at home versus Las Vegas. Yeah, I'll take. I'll t- I'm going to take the Chargers. Yeah, the six and a half doesn't doesn't scare you away. The thing that did scare me is that I picked almost a, a ton of favorites here, you know, and I kept looking at it. I was like, "Oh Jesus!" Uh, yeah, I did the I did the same shit, and I was like, "I I don't care." I know. Well, you look at the two games so far: Lions favorite, they won. Jaguars favorite. It could just be one of those weeks. I mean, you never know. So we're both yeah. in on the Chargers in that six and a half points. Talk about big lines. Biggest line of the weekend is the next game. 49ers hosting the Cardinals. 14 is the spread in that one. 43 and a half is the over-under. This is a trifecta game. Everybody in on the 49ers. Uh, money bigger than the tickets. 70% of the money pool is in on San Francisco. I took San Francisco. Um, for, the Cardinals played good. Uh, this was another one that I struggled with just because 14 was a lot. But, man, I, 49ers playing so good. Yeah, 49ers are really good. I this I picked the Cardinals, but not because I actually think they're going to do anything, just because I think they're going to get a backdoor cover. Yeah, I know. 14 points is just a lot of points. And, and again, it, I just I, I struggled with it, and I said, you know what? I wonder if this is going to be one of those games I look back, and it's like, oh, yeah, they won 30-13. to 13. And it's like, yeah, of course they won by 17. I, you know, I don't know. It, 14 is a lot of points. I thought about the Cardinals left and right, and I almost did the same as you did, but uh, I'm going to go with the 49ers and the 14 there. Um, and so then we've got the two night games. 
So the first one is going to be our Sunday night football matchup. And everybody in the brothers is going to be tuned into this one because the one and only Taylor Swift is going to be in the house. Little girls left and right are going to be tuned in, dialed in to see Taylor Swift's boyfriend, Travis Kelsey, play as the Chiefs are facing off against the lowly Jets. Chiefs are nine-point favorites in this one. 41-and-a-half is the over-under. 81% of the tickets on the Chiefs, 62% of the money. The Sharps are going to come in on New York. Uh, I don't know why. I guess they think that nine points is a lot with this defense. Uh, I did not. I ended up taking the Chiefs. I thought it was a better story when they saw Taylor Swift escaping the uh, the the booth in a popcorn stand in popcorn stand what the fuck are you talking about she that's how they got taylor swift out of like the press box oh i didn't follow the story i I didn't follow the story oh so they had to like they they had to sneak her out somehow yeah they snuck her out in like a popcorn machine thing yeah i i mean it's not a story for, for this podcast because nobody gives a shit but god I cannot understand the Taylor Swift thing for the life of me but she might be one of the biggest celebrities I've seen in my lifetime now granted she, she dude she is like she's top five maybe yeah I mean if you want to talk about like gigantic celebrities and I'm not even you know I'm gonna screw this all up they were just different in the 80s and the early 90s right like no like Michael Jackson. Right, like Michael Jackson, but like Hulk Hogan, Eddie Murphy, like these guys were like mega rock stars, right? And you kind of just don't see that much anymore, but I think Swift would have been top-notch in that era too. I mean, every single girl under like 15 years old is a Taylor Swift fan. I mean, everyone. Like, think about think about the Beatles. Think about what it was like when the Beatles. Yeah, it's very similar. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's something that I I just can't wrap my hands around. So anyway, like I said, Chiefs nine point favorites here. I took the Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I took the Chiefs too. You took the Chiefs too. Yeah, nine. I I, that that Zach Wilson thing has to change. Tonight might be the blow up, and I think that's what we're all waiting for. All right, we got to zip through here. It's eleven forty. Oh yes, you are, and I got games I got to do. So anyway, final uh, final game here is Monday Night Football, and that is going to feature the Seattle Seahawks. Versus the New York football Giants, my Giants. They're going to be two-point home dogs here in Seattle. Tickets on Seattle. The money is in on the Giants. The Sharps are also in on the Giants. So you have the good old pros versus Joes game. Uh, to me, I don't know. I, I'm going to finally pick the Giants here. I took the Giants at home. Seahawks, I don't know. They're the better team. I, I just... I don't know. Given making Seattle a road favorite on Monday Night Football cross country, I don't know. Forty-seven is the over/under. If I didn't give it, but I went Giants. Yeah, I took the Giants too. I, I I I believe in Seattle. I don't believe in Geno Smith. I believe in everything around it. They had like a good, legit quarterback. They could possibly be one of the best teams in the NFL. Uh maybe. It's possible. I, Geno Smith isn't going to get that done, though. So, But we're no. both in on New York on that one, and that will bring us to our fourth and final segment. 
Fourth down. Which is our gambling segment. And if you have not been following along and scoring at home, we both took $10,000 as a fantasy bankroll. And then each week we put our money where our mouth is and we see where we can land, hopefully profitable. And that has not happened. It has been a big... Non-profitable betting experience for us through three weeks. So we did have we both supposed to have about thousand bucks into long-term bets, and other than that, I got that took one right on the chin last week um, as I got screwed. That brought my bankroll down to seventy-one hundred. Um, you did not win either, but you did not bet as heavy as I did. So I, I think you're probably around seventy-five to seventy-eight hundred with your bankroll. Yeah, well, I broke even last week because of my. Um my straight bets. Oh, yeah, that's right. The Buffalo thing, and I couldn't figure out how it was. I said that on the, on the I, pod. I, I know. I meant to say to win 100, not because money line wouldn't get you double your money. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, yeah. So I got you. So anyway, so you broke even. I did not. Uh, we'll start with our best bets. My best bet is Buffalo in the two and a half. I do like Buffalo. I question Miami, and so I'm taking, you know, the perennial AFC East uh, stud team. Uh, going here at home. I took Minnesota as my best bet. Uh, you know, I I was looking at Minnesota and the four and a half points. I said, ah, they could score a ton. And I don't know. I, I It was one of the ones I was looking at. And then I, I didn't even put them in my Super Contest picks coming up. But you're going to go Minnesota. I'm going to go Buffalo. Super Contest, I'll start. Like I said, I was looking at Minnesota to throw in there. And then I bounced them. And I'm going like all the favorites. Um, I'm doing the best teams to blow up their opponent, Buffalo one, Philadelphia another, Kansas City a third, Dallas, and the Chargers. Those were what I did. So I got big spreads, best teams. This is, you know, if the dogs have a big week this year, I'm going to stink a row. Uh, You'll be all right. Uh, I'm going to go with Cincy, Philly, Minnesota, well, Buffalo. Slow down, brother. Tra- I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta write this down. And the people at home want to know. Cincinnati was one. Cincinnati. Gotcha. Philadelphia. Philly. So we're on the same boat there. Minnesota. Oh, look at you putting your best bet into your super contest pick. He never does Minnesota, that. Minnesota. Ever. Um, Minnesota. Uh, Buffalo. Okay. So you're and. The Chargers and the Chargers. Look at that. So we've got we've got three of the same, two different, and you actually put your best bet into the super contest. Things are changing. So let's get into the to the wagers. Uh, do you want to go first because you're beating me? I'm at seventy one hundred. You broke even, so you're you're about eight thousand or something. Seventy seven fifty. Seventy seven fifty. So I'll let you go first since you are beating me currently. Sure. So I'm going to do a money line uh, straight bet. It's going to be to win a hundred now because it was Baltimore, so it's going to be whatever it costs to win a hundred bucks. Um, going to do a money line straight bet: New England over Dallas, a hundred to win three fifteen. I'm going to go a hundred to win two hundred on the spread of the Buffalo game. Give me Buffalo. Okay. Then I am going to do a money line parlay, three team, hundred bucks to win three hundred, and I'm going to do Philly, Minnesota, Cincinnati. Okay. Then I am going to do a teaser 
Five teams, hundred bucks to win five hundred, and I'm gonna bring the Chargers to even. I'm gonna bring the 49ers to eight. Gotcha. The Pats to twelve. Okay. The Chiefs to three. And the Giants to eight. All right. Well, we've got some similar thoughts there, and I'll get to mine in a little bit. But so teasing Chargers down, San Francisco down, New England up, Kansas City down, and the Giants up. Yeah. Okay. And that's a hundred for five hundred, right? Yep. Those are all my bets for the week. Okay. Well, I will. I'm. I'm throttling down a little bit. I'm gonna do two teasers. Not core, well, kind of correlated. I'm going to take two teasers and I'm going to change one of the three teams and I'm going to change one in either one. And then I ended up doing uh, one parlay. Uh, so, anyway, here's what I did I took Dallas and Kansas City and I brought them down. So, Kansas City, we both were looking at. Dallas, you ended up going New England and up. I brought Dallas down to basically even. So I did Dallas and Kansas City. For my first tease, I'm going to throw the Chargers in there, bring them down to a half point, which is also similar to you. And I'm going to bet 500. Well, I'm going to bet 450 for about 1170 coming back on that one. I'm also going to flip. I'm going to leave Dallas and I'm going to leave Kansas City. I'm going to change the Chargers and I'm going to put Philly in there at three and a half. And I'm also going to do that for 450 for the 1170 or whatever. So. Um, hopefully if one hits and the other doesn't, then I've covered myself. And then if they both hit, then I double it up. And then for the other hundred, because I'm going to end up spending a thousand bucks in the week. So I took a hundred bucks and I did a three team parlay. I did Buffalo in the two and a half. I did Philly and the nine and a half because I just think their defensive line, their defense is going to destroy Howell today. And then I did Kansas City in the nine points because I have no faith in the Jets at all. Uh, without Rodgers, they have looked like a disaster. Salad, you know, I don't know what he's thinking right now, but you can't leave Zach Wilson in there. I know they don't have any other options, but you know everything's going wrong for can for the Jets. And now you got Kansas City and the Taylor Swift mobile coming in there, and uh, I think it's just going to be a, a, a nightmare for the Jets. So I put a hundred for six sixty eight in that one. So I guess that about does it. So now I am off. I got to go coach two two soccer games. I got to drop my kid off at one. I gotta, then I got to coach the other one. Coach the other one after that. What do you got planned here for the rest of your afternoon? Uh, I'm gonna go downstairs and relieve my wife of double parent duty, and then watch some football. That's about it. Yeah, well, uh, better better you than me. I, you know, it's the uh, I gotta, I'm gonna miss everything at one, and then I'll see what I can catch it for. So, well, enjoy. We will give you a shout later on to actually give you a formal happy birthday from the fam, and uh, hope you enjoy your day with your children. Everybody out there, I hope you enjoy your day with football or whatever the hell you're doing, and hope you win a lot of money. So, everybody, we are out. Talk to you next week. See you, Chris. Adios. <laughs>